In this episode, we're going to talk about data privacy and safety measures regarding Apple and social media platforms, and in general, how those things are going to affect our experiences and lives. With so many different platforms, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast, you guys. You're tuning in for dose of marketing and get what's happening in the ever-changing social media landscape. And the mm-hmm. one constant we have is Chris Cabanus, our I'm CEO. Hey guys, what's up? Yeah, and then of course we have our lead strategist Andy Demnin with us today. I like this. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just going funky today. So hey guys, Hi guys what's up? Uh, so guys, social media yes. and data pol- privacy. Yes. What a uh, what a hot topic. Yes, it is actually. What like uh, what do you think? What Apple just implemented more this uh, app transparency uh, policy, right? In April, a couple of months back. So, what do you think? Uh, why do you think Apple implemented that? Because Apple is trying to. They own the distribution model when it comes to apps, right? I mean, the App Store is their baby, and nothing gets through them. Like basically, they are the distribution model. That's also why we talked about, you know, why Facebook was so interested in the metaverse is because they want to be the platform. They don't yeah. want to be beholden to Apple anymore. Mm. Um, and Apple's privacy play is partially to protect users and also to safeguard themselves against future EU and also U.S. privacy laws and all the stuff that's coming down the pipeline. So they're being a little bit, you know, Apple's always been a little ahead of the game, Uh some would say maybe behind the game, but in general, they're, they're ahead of the game. And on the data side, they're trying to get ahead of the curve here and see where the sort of where the tea leaves are showing them. And that is going to be in, you know, protecting people's data. Mm. Uh, the more nefarious sort of reasoning is probably because they want to uh, control the data a bit more and sort of rein in the apps that are have a lot of power. Mm. Yeah. Facebook, Google. Um, even in like Epic Games, for example, like they've they've kind of had some headbutting with those guys when it comes to data and also, you know, selling stuff on the platforms and things like that. So I think it's just a it's kind of a power play. The nefarious sort of or the, the more skeptical side of me says it's, it's a bit of a power play. Um, the less skeptical says it's, you know, they're preparing for data yeah. issues. Yeah. 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 Do you guys think the algorithm algorithms will shift? I think. The algorithm might not shift that tremendously, but the behavior of brands and advertisers will definitely shift, I think. And uh, that will have an effect on content. Yeah. In what way do you think they will shift? Mm, I think also platforms will try to basically keep users within the app Mm. as much as possible and basically eliminate uh, any actions that need third party uh, data. Mm. So probably it means that Facebook will start implementing uh, such as they do now with the shopping uh, features they're gonna probably start um, building features that will allow um, maybe opening of websites within the app or maybe you know looking at instant articles maybe instant articles will actually go through like a phoenix states yeah because like it's it's a feature that was never really well implemented but right. it, I personally see like the the in-platform features 
a bit underutilized. Mm. There's of course a reason to that, but if brands go like get around to utilize those, basically that Facebook could fill, fill yeah. in some gaps. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that they were getting from off-site yeah. data, like off-platform data. Yeah, yeah, because mm. what we see now is that when we work with traffic campaigns, for example, especially, um, you know, tremendous amounts of the data goes missing. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, there is a question of like, how can you trust, how can you then trust Facebook or Snapchat? Mm. We, we have also seen this arising with Snapchat. I think the, I think, I think Snapchat and Facebook were the most affected actually by yeah. this yeah. Uh, yeah, privacy. We've seen massive issues with Snapchat. Yeah. Um, on the data sort of transparency and, and just getting the right data. Mm. Um, and every platform is showing something different, which has always kind of been an issue, but we're seeing a bigger issue yeah. now is that, you know, one platform says this data, the other platform says that data, and it's a bit of a mess for marketers out there to show ROI, to show their bosses, hey, this is actually working, this is not. Yeah. And that's a problem. Like That's a massive problem if we can't. We've sort of gotten... I guess we've gotten a little bit spoiled in a way in the last few years because we've had so much data at our fingertips that we could we could do mm. interest-based targeting that was incredibly powerful and incredibly easy to do. Yeah. And some of those things are being taken away. We've even seen like some interest groups being taken away out of yeah. uh, Facebook, for example, because of, you know, like for example, for um, if you wanted to target um, gays and lesbians and people in that community or if you wanted to target people with certain diseases or if you wanted people in certain like all that's going away lately because of data privacy and it, I'm not sure if it's a good thing because I think that obviously it's a bad it's obviously it's a good thing if you're like a political organization or if you're somebody that's trying to maybe move people in the yeah. wrong ways which is what also Facebook is good for is mm. <laughs> political advertising, but it's a bad thing if you're a brand because those are you're trying to get your products to the right people, yeah. and and uh, I think that without that data, then you're kind of going to everybody or yeah. anybody, yeah. and and it's not going to be effective for the platform. I mean, I think it's also sort of like uh, common knowledge in the advertising industry, especially on like social, for a while that you need to sort of, you know, add a few twists here and there to your paid advertising strategy. But I think those twists are probably becoming mm. more and more appealing to also brands and even smaller brands now, mm. where you would actually probably need to go and, and properly build out that like top of the funnel. Yeah. Uh, part of your campaign because otherwise you will not be able to qualify an audience. No, yeah, you need much, much yes. more top of funnel stuff to actually even qualify, like you said, to say, is this the right audience? Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you've got an advertising strategy that has a funnel, at least, I think that's that's a good thing, mm -hmm. right? So, and then, but it's also a good thing for the platform in a sense that they're going to make way more money yeah. because you can't just go straight down to the bottom of the funnel and just target everybody. Mm -hmm. You have to actually start somewhere with a qualification. Yeah. Um, so that's could could be good for Facebook in the long term or any platform because you're starting from a sort of a large wide swatch of people yeah um, but then the thing is, is uh, mm -hmm. the content might not be no. as tailored relevant. as yeah. relevant yeah and that will maybe also affect that'll affect ad performance ex exactly. right so you're gonna yeah. pay more at the top but you're gonna end up getting better down the line but yeah so I mean yeah. there's two ways to look at it yeah always. and on I mean, the user end sides. I think this will have an effect on um, you know, at creatives and the overall user experience. But mm. I think this is something I have done uh, for a long time already, but it's uh, something that you can, you know, just go on and when you, whenever you see an ad, you can just go on and if you don't like that or if you don't find it relevant, you, you should definitely it. go in, check, uh, you know, 
click on those three dots mm. and basically go and say it's not relevant, relevant for me yeah because the more feedback you can give to the platform it's it's just going to improve your overall user experience yeah. yeah so yes there is one sense which is like i don't want the platform to know who i am mm. but yeah but you're you're welcome you to use it, the HTML yeah. Yeah. version of Facebook, yeah. <laughs> but you know. But it's also a problem, I think. Like, okay, Facebook is in tons of hot water yeah, with their that's data. True. Like, they're it's Amazon is also in huge hot water right now with their data. Like, they just there was a big report from uh, I think it was Wired actually just did a report on the data issues at Amazon. They're like super loose, and they can see like even you know, parts of the organization that should not have access to customer data have access to customer data and it's leaking and it's getting out there and people are seeing like, oh, Jennifer Aniston bought furry handcuffs. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're selling that data to uh to people. Yeah. yeah. Magazines and stuff like mm. that. So that's coming out right now, which yeah. is kind of crappy. And I think I think it's a big discussion that we're going to have in the next five to ten years about our personal data and how much we can opt out of stuff and we've already seen that lots of people are just saying no 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 don't track me don't yeah. do this i don't want that i want ad blockers i thing. want cookie blockers but in, in general like i i never really got like the the the, the point yeah the why reason you, like, why, you why do you it? want to why do you want to uh you know you opt out it. yeah <laughs> do you what? use the private browsing on your phone no no oh my god andy is a sweetheart I am Andy. pro cookies. Yeah. I'm like pro cookies. Yeah, that's the thing. The cookie policy, guys. Speaking of data and everything, what do you uh, now? I mean, there's a lot of platforms that integrates this uh, these new cookie policies, and that will definitely affect targeting. What's your experience in that area? How will it affect retargeting and tracking? And well, it's not gonna be like yeah, <laughs> very, very negatively. The name, the the, the word retargeting will cease to exist yeah. in our lexicon of advertising terms, um, because we just won't be able to do it. Like yeah. there won't be transfer of that data. It'll be like, who are you retargeting? <laughs> you can schedule. You could like you know sequence. Sequence will become a big sort of term i think but retargeting will become yeah. less and less of a term i'm a big fan of like ad sequencing already i think yeah. it's uh yeah. it's the best way to tell a cohesive story i totally agree but the thing is there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of brands who when they build their platforms then try to think of the ux and then you know make it in a way where people actually accept the cookies or place it or yeah, that's make restrictions true. right so you have to accept the cookies if you want to proceed yeah. it's also like i see so many cases where it's like the cookies are just like this like small pop-up window mm. without any meaning and yeah. and and on the con on, on the contra side i see brands actually making this into a thing like yeah. please allow cookies because we're gonna use them to optimize this and this mm. which will ultimately be in your favor yeah and that's when you know users can really understand like yeah you know like maybe i should click yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. do you ever say no yeah sometimes when i'm like on a website that i really hate i'm just like <laughs> why would you be on a website you really hate <laughs> i don't know gov what, like what governmental things uh, and things like that it's like okay yeah, yeah. sticking it to the man yeah like really i i'm, I'm like pro cookies but if I, if if you're a brand i don't like and i'm and i have to deal with you in any way possible i will always opt out of cookies just because i hate you <laughs> okay <laughs> so don't want to be on andy's naughty list yeah, I'm very yeah. I'm very petty that way, I think. Yeah. Ending on a high note. 
data and metaverse how do you think this uh, new data policy thing will fit into the upcoming it will metaverse? not fit into the metaverse <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're getting to a place where you'll have more control of your data. We know this. Like we can see this. You'll have a data profile. You can decide. You already do have a data profile. You can decide where it goes and and how it's used. I think that when we talked about super apps on an episode a couple episodes ago, all of the shopping that you're going to do, all the life things you're going to do within the metaverse, will just stick in there and will be used to target you with advertising, mm. target you with products, target you. Um, where where it gets interesting is if it's outside of the metaverse, I think that's where things will not work um, because you'll basically just um, you won't be you won't be hit with anything that's you it's know, it's like when you are driving the highway and you keep on seeing ads that were just not meant for you. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's my expression. It's yeah. like oh another ad that's like super boring and ugly, and then yeah. it's like another ad that's. I super think the ad grass is always greener on the other side, right? So right now people are just so sick of uh, you know ads and anti ads, but then if ads become will become not personalized, yeah. you also get sick of that. Yeah. So I think uh, there's no pleasing people. Yeah, it, like I mean, consumers are definitely like, I don't know what I want, but give not it this. to me you always know now, what you don't want. and <laughs> I want it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> thank you guys for sharing your thoughts. So we can conclude that this data privacy restrictions will definitely affect marketers and and social media managers in uh, in tracking and uh, retargeting. Maybe that will n not be a term anymore soon, according yep. to Chris. It's gone. Hang Sorry, in there, guys. I'm never going to say it again. Yeah, but it also <laughs> gives you the opportunity of building your funnel, right? So you can uh, start yes. on top and then narrow it down. So mm -hmm. maybe it's a opportunity to rethink your social media strategy and yeah, uh, <laughs> always start on top with the right agency exactly that's where you uh, get the first right yes yes so thank you guys for listening and uh, tune in for the next one please subscribe like you can't dislike anymore and uh <laughs> you can you can dislike can. Your feedback. we can just you? nobody can see it oh okay so that's what? also true okay yeah. but if nobody can see it that means that you never did it no we that's can the see the story policy no. Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe. <laughs> Please let us know in the comments what is your thoughts on data privacy. Are you for it or against it? We want to know your opinion. Yeah. And then you can get a chance to uh, win a $100 gift card in this upcoming From holiday season to Chris's favorite website in the whole wide world, Amazon. Who yes. will treat your data poorly? poorly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Very, Very <laughs> well. poorly. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, thank you for listening and tune in for the next one. See you guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.